for tuning back to Reach for Wellness. It's the show where we learn more from our guests about how they reach for wellness and their mental health journey. I'm your host, Vanessa Alarcón. I'm a program manager in our outpatient services here at Community Reach Center. Today, we are joined by Rain, who is a care manager at one of our outpatient sites. Rain, welcome on the show. Hi. So, Rain, you are a care manager here, mm -hmm. and so tell us very quickly, mm -hmm. like describe your job in like 10 seconds. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Time so, is going. No, I'm just kidding. Care manager, I do two things. I do case management, which is helping link people to resources um, throughout our community. And then I do something called psychosocial rehabilitation, which is like skills training. So helping people learn organization, managing like their mental health symptoms, things like that. Perfect. And we do have a few care managers across our system mm -hmm. in our outpatient offices. So I would say if someone's listening and they're like, hmm, that sounds interesting. I would benefit from some resources mm -hmm. or from learning some skills. They can find us in outpatient world and we're here to help. So, Rain, it is February. In February, as a country, we celebrate a bunch of different things. So we have from Black History Month to President's Day, even Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And in this month, there is a focus on love as a whole. But in Reach for Wellness today, what we're really going to focus on is self-love and self-care. So I'm curious to hear from you as someone who is like a human in your own <laughs> body that is engaging in self-care, but also from a care manager lens where you're doing some skills training on this, mm -hmm. I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on self-care as a whole. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like self-care in itself as a term is almost like overhyped. Um, I think it's thrown around really easily without the intention of figuring out what that looks like for each person. Um, so I really, I mean, in terms of work, I really encourage my clients to figure out what that looks like for them. Cause I may recommend things and I always tell them if it doesn't work for you, that's fine. Um, one of my favorite tools that I like to use is this little app. It's called Finch. It's a little like self, well, self-care and mental health app. I've never heard of it. It's really cute. You get like this little bird. It's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> and like on there, there's a bunch of different like self-care activities that you can engage in, whether that be different breathing exercises, journal prompts, um, getting outside, moving your body, things like that. Um, so I really enjoy kind of recommending that for other people. And I use it myself to kind of engage in self-care daily. Um, I have a little, you set your own goals on there. One of them is active self-care every day. And I have to be very intentional with it in terms of like, is that journaling? Does that mean that in the middle of my work day, I am actually taking that 10 minute break and like putting down my work, turning off my computer and just honestly, most of the time I close my eyes, <laughs> as you know. Yes. No, we love good. Rain and I work together. So yes, I am aware. Um, so why why self-care like why why do we need to be so intentional about it that we have to even have like an active self-care checkbox i think it has a lot to do with like our system like our society is that we're go 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 i feel like a big part of not to get like too big about it but like america is that we are always striving for success and part of that is like you just stay busy you just like keep working really hard and I don't feel like we ever have a good work-life balance. And so that's why I feel like we need the reminders to actually slow down and take care of ourselves. And sometimes that means too, I would say in terms of like our clients, that doesn't always look like, you know, maybe not everybody is out working, but they're working really hard to take care of themselves like in the day-to-day, -day, right? Those adult daily living skills are even harder. And so how do we take care of those things 
while we're also stopping and slowing down and recognizing, okay, I need to feed myself today. That's hard, I gotta cook, I gotta make sure I get to the grocery store, everything. And that's me taking care of myself at the most basic level. You mentioned adult living skills. Mm -hmm. Break it down. What's an example? And you kind of mentioned mm -hmm. some of them already, but what are adult living skills? So ADLs are adult daily living skills. Those are things that we engage in, I mean, every day to take care of ourselves. That's eating, um, showering, brushing our teeth. That can look like opening our mail um, to making sure we're getting our important documents, getting outside, like moving our bodies, sleeping, things like that. A lot of these... Um, kind of like baseline things that our clients struggle with because of like their mental health um, symptoms and how that impacts their daily living. I would say even if someone's not a client with us, mm -hmm. sometimes people don't feel like taking a shower, don't feel like eating, don't mm -hmm. feel like sleeping, mm -hmm. which is odd because I think you may not get why you may not feel that until you actually don't feel like it. And it's like the last thing I wanna do is this. And I'm, I'm wondering why that happens. And I don't even know if we have the, all the answers here today. But like, why does that happen? Like, why do we just suddenly not feel like, like doing stuff? I think it's that day-to-day -day burnout that we all experience. Like, this is your capacity for the day. You put 40% of it towards work or 50%. You know what I mean? You go home, like, you have another 10% with your family. Another 10% towards, like, call it your chores or whatever so how much at the end of the day do you have left for yourself and that includes those daily living skills yes and i like that you mentioned it as percentages because there's also this spoon theory idea that's similar to that where we have a certain amount of spoons mm -hmm. in a day and if when as we hand them out that's essentially represents an energy level so mm -hmm. if we've handed out our spoons for the day mm -hmm. it could feel like well i i am done like that's all i can get it's almost mm -hmm. like a acknowledgement of our own self-capacity. Mm -hmm. It's like the same idea of like you can't fill somebody else's cup if your cup is empty. And I think constantly all we do is like drain our cup throughout the day. And we're not really good at like pouring back into our own cup, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and so Ray, let's say if I'm a client or just like a mm -hmm. regular human talking to you and I'm like, Rain, <laughs> I am so tired. I'm mm -hmm. so busy. I just don't have time for myself. So mm -hmm. there's pretty much nothing I can do. How do we start with developing a self-care plan? Mm -hmm. I think um, most of the way is like kind of actually break down your day by like hour by hour, which sounds extremely tedious, but it really is about finding those little moments in between your day to like make time for rest. Um, I think too, it's finding one thing that you can practice to build that habit, right? It takes a long time to build habits and expecting people to go from zero to a hundred real quick right? Expecting people to, you shower every day, you brush your teeth twice a day, you cook yourself three meals, like you exercise for 60 minutes. I think that's pretty unrealistic as to like the way that you start to build habits and routines for yourself. So I really encourage anyone, whether this be like my friends, even like it comes down to me at the end of the day too, of just like finding one thing that I can practice like day in, day out. One thing. Mm -hmm. It sounds, especially mm -hmm. if someone's like starting from scratch, that can mm -hmm. sound like well, that's like nothing, mm -hmm. but it is something, right, Rain? Because mm -hmm. it's at least one thing. Yeah, it's one thing compared to none. Some is better than none, right? And if you can at least show yourself and prove to yourself that like, okay, one time a day, like I can stop in the middle of my day and take a 15 minute walk. And you do that seven days out of the week. 
you know, or even six out of seven, you know, who cares? Yeah. But just building that little by little before expecting yourself to suddenly become fully capable of like, well, I have an extra three hours in my day, you know, self-care day every day. <laughs> there you go. All the things. <laughs> well, and I like that you had said like, who cares as a question to someone maybe being like, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. Because when I've talked to people about wellness, sometimes it is me telling them like, it's like, if you're not perfect, quote unquote, like mm-hmm. that is okay. Like mm-hmm. who cares? Because you're, we're starting somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's what I hear you essentially saying, like start somewhere mm-hmm. and it's okay if it's just not like all the grand 10 point checklist that you have. Yeah, exactly. I feel like my life motto is like some is better than none. So sometimes that means, okay, if I can eat one meal a day today, that's fine because that's better than not eating anything. Yeah. If I can even just sit outside on the porch for 10 minutes, you know, some of that sunshine is better than staying inside my house all day. So what's your go-to like little self-care moment? There's a lot of different ones. Lately, I brought, um, what are they called? Like a light box into my oh, office. Yeah. And I have it like set up. So I'll be on my computer and you're supposed to be at like 45 degrees. And I kind of just have that going while I'm um, at work. Um, some of it for me is taking the nap during my lunch break. Hey, <laughs> nap. Exactly. Just like laying down and giving myself that intentional time of rest. And that includes like not being on my phone as well. Because um, I think a lot of people will turn to their phones as that form of self-care. When in reality, I think it's just like keeping us running a lot quicker than it is actually slowing down. So on my weekends, I kind of try to do something that's a little bit bigger in terms of self-care. So yesterday that looked like I met up with a friend, we walked like four miles downtown, got a coffee, kind of just walked around. I bought some books, really excited about that. Um, But just kind of finding ways to get outside, which can be difficult sometimes, especially in like, you know, winter months, Um, but also sharing space and time with a friend, which can, I would hope for most of us that does look like self-care, right? You have good friends in your life that support you. And sometimes too, that looks like I'm already super drained. I know sometimes I don't have anything to give back to my friends. So that looks like say no, or I'm going to stay home tonight, that sort of thing. But on the weekends, it usually is friend time for me. And I like that because going back to the like, even if it's like something's better than nothing, Mm -hmm. sometimes I have conversations with people and they're like, well, I don't have all these friends. I just have like one, or I may have like very little connections. But mm-hmm. it's like, that's something. So like, take advantage. And if that looks like a friendship during the weekend or fresh for the week, whatever it is, like mm-hmm. have fun with that one person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think a big part of like, you know, self-care that we don't talk about is the act of self-care of how you actually push yourself in your life to grow. And I see that as self-care because you're striving towards building a better life for yourself, right? So we have those people that maybe don't feel like they have enough friends. Um, I run the social skills group and we see that a lot. People come in and they're like, I don't know how to talk to people. I don't know how to like kind of expand that. And so I think a big part of self-care too is encouraging yourself to um, try something new. So I encourage people to like look at meetup or Facebook groups, things like that to expand their social group because in reality, it's like we can sit here and we can talk about how you don't feel supported, but until people make the actions to kind of build that for themselves, we're always gonna live here. That's, that's profound because <laughs> we have to essentially, like we can talk about it 
all we want, mm -hmm. but we just have to do it. Mm -hmm. We just have to go and just say, you know what? No, if we're going to do self-care, we have to start somewhere. We have to start connecting with people mm -hmm. and we can't just like constantly talk about it. So mm -hmm. that's, I'm like, oh yeah, no, we have to like have that motivation and gumption mm -hmm. to move forward in self-care. So I 100% agree with you. I absolutely see that as a function of self-care. Mm -hmm. That's why that like, you know, you're talking about how we don't expect people to go all the way. It's like, where do you find those little moments of action? Um, even if that looks like the TV's on, but you're doing sit-ups or maybe like the TV's on still, but you're doing like a coloring book. Just those small like baby actions that we can find that build up. Well, thank you Rain so much for being here. And I know I learned a lot more about self-care. Thank you Rain so much for coming yeah. and sharing about your wisdom. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Reach for Wellness. I would love to hear your thoughts on the discussion or what resonated with you the most. Please feel free to share your thoughts by messaging us at Community Reach Center on Instagram or by leaving us a comment on our Facebook post. And if you're not already, please like and subscribe to Reach for Wellness on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you again for listening, and don't forget to tune back for next month's episode with Vanessa, where we will be discussing women's mental health. Talk to you next time.